You're listening to the Eat Scripture Podcast with Eric and Gina Robinson. We're back today, back on track with Psalms. Yep. Uh, and we are going to be looking at Psalm 125 today. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, sorry, I was away for the last yes. one. And Eric had to. It was very difficult to <laughs> not have a partner to go back and forth with. Um, it may not sound difficult on the other end, but it's kind of when you're the one who's trying to fill all the space uh, with the words and good words and decent words, you know, words that can be heard and understood and uh, followed, then it's kind of a little pressure on you when you don't have somebody next to you to jump in there and help you out, make points that you don't make. So I am very, very happy to have you back at my side. So I like our back and forth. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, I don't know. Do you want to just start with reading Psalm 125 and jump into it? Or do you have something you want to say first? Yeah, I don't think there's anything major to say. We're still in the Psalms of Ascents. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll point that out. Just yes. um, those who've been walking through the Psalms with us know we've been in here for a few of our our last few sessions has been in the Psalms of Ascents, which go from Psalm 120 through 134 uh, in Psalms. And so this kind of hymn book that they would use as they were, Mm -hmm. the idea was that they would use it as they were uh, making their pilgrimages to Jerusalem, maybe three times a year with various other people on the road. Mm -hmm. Roads were packed with people, everybody moving toward Jerusalem. These are some of my favorites, actually, in mm -hmm. this section. So. Yeah, so not long ones. You know, you'll look through this Mm -hmm. whole section, and that's probably why, you know, there were some with one another as you're passing along the road it didn't take you know very long you could move from one to another fairly quickly and everybody's having a good time and you know so uh not not some of those lengthier psalms like we see sometimes but still packed with meaning and that's the thing mm-hmm. is they're just really, and as i was really just saying to you i feel like there's kind of a progression as we're mm-hmm. going along here mm-hmm. and maybe i won't feel that way as we keep going but right <laughs> wow. now i do feel that way so um, yeah, I'll bring up a couple of those things while we're talking. But I think it'd be great uh, if you did just um, whatever you want to bring up. But yeah, I mean, I had never thought about it like that before you brought it up. But but once you did, I could see. Yeah, I mean, now that makes some sense. Um, and and it wouldn't, like I said, you know, it wouldn't be out of line either because these arrangers of the psalms were extremely meticulous in how they did it. It's very right. it becomes very obvious when you're looking at the Psalter as a whole. Uh, that they are very, very specific in their choices for why a certain psalm goes where and why the meaning of it fits in this particular place in the psalms. So even for the psalms of ascent, then, as a group, to have a specific way they're put together uh, that means something that you can follow in like from one to the next one makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to believe they would be randomly thrown in there. I don't think that right. could even close to be the case. So, yeah, I love that thought. Um, and once so, again, as we as I was reading this, I was just thinking they're all so relevant mm-hmm. and it seems very relevant to our day. We'll talk about that as we go through, but. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, to everything that's happening. And sometimes you just feel like it's everything bad. Right. I have a women's group that meets and <laughs> some weeks it's just everybody's struggling with different things. Mm-hmm. And we just feel like life is just hard. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think this psalm that we're about to read really speaks to that. Awesome. And so. Yeah. Well, let's jump in then. Yeah, we'll just start by reading through this whole thing. Like we said, it's not long, so we'll just read through it, and then we'll go back to the beginning and start um, digging it, digging into the pieces of it. Okay. Psalm 125. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from time forth and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are upright in their hearts. But those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead, uh, lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. Hmm. Okay. That's very short. Yep. Yep. Not hard to get through it for sure. Right. Big points being made, obviously. I mean, one big major point, in my opinion. I mean, I see one thing just coming glaring through, and that is God protects the righteous. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I see. Now, we'll talk about what that means a little bit as we go through. But right. that certainly Who seems are the to righteous? Be, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who are they, and what does it mean to be protected by God? Mm -hmm. I mean... If you're righteous, are you always protected? Are you protected from any kind of earthly threat that we would see with our eyes or acknowledging us? Or, be, you know, we can mark that off. I don't think that's yeah, true. I, yeah, that can't be the case. So, yeah. yeah. So, what does this mean? We're going to want to talk about that a little bit. I think we have to. Um, but as we go back to one, uh, to verse one, it starts by talking about the ones who trust in Yahweh. Right. The ones who trust in Yahweh are like mountains. It's going to make a comparison in the second line to Yahweh being like a ring of mountains mm -hmm. around his people. But in the first line, it's actually making the analogy mm -hmm. that the person who trusts in Yahweh is like an immovable mountain. Right. It's solid. Yeah. Uh, can't be moved and abides forever. Is mm -hmm. That word is more at the um, idea of being settled. Okay. Right. Okay. So, being settled forever, we're, mm -hmm. we're not blown by the wind. Right, yes, um, just like a mountain stays put mm -hmm. and can't be moved by wind or mm -hmm. no matter how big the storm. I, I feel like we experience this, mm -hmm. and um, this is partly where I see um, a continuation through these uh, songs of ascent mm -hmm. that we've kind of come through. And I started in 121 because that's where we started. We did the first Song of Ascent in 121 instead mm -hmm. of 120. Yeah. But just the psalmist is saying, I look to the hills. Where's my help come from? Mm -hmm. And we talked about what that means and how they're seeing these high places mm -hmm. where people are worshiping these other gods. But our our help is in the Lord. Yes. Who Yahweh. made heavens and earth. Mm -hmm. Not just one of these gods that just, you know. Is the God of the sea or whatever. Right. Uh, and so then we've gone on and there's been several times when it's talked about the God of the heavens mm -hmm. or the God of the, who made the heavens and earth or enthroned in the heavens in chapter 123. Mm -hmm. um, and then at the end of 124, it says, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Yes. 
So it's bringing that whole idea together. It keeps on. Okay. And then here, those who trust in the Lord. So those of you who are, you know, in this crowd that are going along and have decided they're going to look to him Mm -hmm. and trust him, Mm -hmm. they're the ones who are like mountains and can't be moved. Yes. Specifically like Mount Zion. Right, which cannot be moved. That because that's where they're that's, all going. Yes, that's they're where they're going. Down. That's their their mind is on. And it's always there. Right, it is. Yeah, that's where they. Um, but I feel like in our study through the years, mm-hmm. um, and partly through the topological study that we've done, um, it has made my faith so strong that I feel that's one of the things that I always talk about is how. It's made me feel like I know that I know that I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an unmovable yeah. faith. Yeah. And I don't feel like I had that before. Mm. I felt like I had a lot of questions that I wasn't sure about. And and it's not that I don't have questions now. I'm not saying that. But I just, there's too much evidence. There's yes. too much truth. Mm-hmm. And I... Even on my bad days, mm-hmm. I can stay strong. So, yeah, I feel like that's what I, I understand that first line. I, I actually love that you say that, and that's certainly what typology does for me too. Um, and I think it has a lot of potential to do that for a lot of people. And so, as we continue to share these scriptures with all of our listeners, I think it's going to always be an emphasis of ours to to read even, you know, every everything you're reading. But here we are, Psalm 125. Now we're going to have to read it from typological point of view. What was God using it truly to bring out about his overall plan in Jesus right. and for the believers who were in Jesus? Not just taking taking some applications from an ancient time, Okay, people who were dedicated to God, who made treks uh, three times a year, who were always thinking about, you know, who on their way to Jerusalem would think about the Lord. And they were, so they they arranged their life around the Lord. That would be an application. There would be an application there we could make from them to us. Okay, just like they were faithful and wanted to keep their lives oriented around Mm -hmm. their pursuit of God or three times a year going to God, however you want to say it. We too want to be faithful and arrange our lives in such a way so that God stays at the center. Okay, that's a great application. Um, However, there's so much more to it than that when you think of, okay, but typologically, who were the people of God pointing? Who were the ancient people of God pointing to? Because they were pointing to someone besides a physical Israel. Mm -hmm. Um, They were pointing to a spiritual Israel under Jesus. And so who, who is this one who truly cannot be moved? Who is the one um, that has set himself up, who protects us and has already protected us, has already mm-hmm. won the war against Satan and, uh, and is our great protector and our mediator and the one who's always with us. So all of these things are part of how we get, we, we now read this song with eyes like that and we see ourselves very much caught up in this same mm-hmm. thing, just from a typological point of view, very right. much having a similar experience. Um, and this is we, those who trust in the Lord, not mm-hmm. trust in themselves mm-hmm. or trust in these other gods of the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. But really, or, I, I mean, I think that's money, a big or statement. Power yes. Or whatever. Yes. That we 
are supposed to trust in him. That's why we yeah. can't be moved. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's why. Absolutely. And and we do um, in America, let's say, have a tendency to trust in 401ks and making good business decisions and making good alliances with the right people at the right what times. We can do. Um, it's all about, again, these are just, we're not going to call these our gods, but the fact is, this is how we live. We can live, mm-hmm. you can live as if those are the most important things in your life, or you can live as if Jesus is. And right. so that's, that's what it all comes down to. So do you have an idol in front of him or do you just seek him, uh, trust in him? It reminds me of Matthew 7, 24 and 25 also. The fact that you can't be moved into building whoever builds his house on Jesus' teaching, builds his house on a rock that can't be moved uh, whenever yes. the storms come. Yes. It just reminds That's me perfect. of that. Um, As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. Mm-hmm. So the Lord now now is compared to that whole surrounding ring of mountains around Jerusalem, right. which were your, you know, one of your great good lines of defense whenever people right. came against you was that mountainous terrain you had around right. you. And so that the Lord is like that only, you know, of course, to the nth degree, uh-huh. uh, he very much protects more than any mountains could, but he's like a ring of mountains around you. And, right. so and if you've never you. lived in a city that's like that, mm-hmm. I mean, I, there are several, but we sure. lived in Boise, Idaho yeah, there's lots uh, of for a little there. while. And I just remember that. It was beautiful, it was but it also beautiful. felt very, yeah. it did feel very. You felt protected somehow, yeah. kind of enclosed, kind of yeah. kept and cuddled almost yeah. the mountains around you. Yeah. Um, it, it so really I have a is. picture in my head. I've not been to Jerusalem. But, right. uh, but we did live in Boise yeah. for a time. And that, um, boy, if we have any listeners in Boise out there, consider yourselves lucky. We live in Lubbock, Texas it's a beautiful now. beautiful place. Nary a mountain in sight forever so um interesting we, we're in the exact opposite of Boise yes. terrain we're just out here um, kind of sitting ducks yeah whatever's we, coming. If, if truly <laughs> yes if there was a battle to be waged they would the foreign army would not have a hard time getting to us yeah that would, that would be very difficult um okay so yes this is now that's the the He's lord who's giving us this beautiful ringing them like mountains yeah and and i get again now this takes me in mind to another place in scripture second king six seventeen, where elisha prays for his servants eyes to be opened whenever he's mm-hmm. scared to death of the approaching armies uh, approaching army the arameans that are coming to get him and elisha prays that his eyes will be opened sure enough he looks up and sees them surrounded by fiery chariots from heaven that they are protected and surrounded by them. And uh, that is just. So if we can see what's surrounding us in Lubbock. Yes. Then maybe we can feel like this psalmist feels. Oh, you know, I mean, yes, we don't have to worry. We're totally protected Um, from this time forth and forevermore. I mean, that's just, you know, it's going to last forever. God's protection lasts forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous. The scepter of wickedness shall mm-hmm. not rest on the land allotted to the righteous. Why? I just feel like this means um, danger and oppression are not going to last. Evil never lasts. It always has an end. Mm-hmm. Um there's nothing, I don't know, just yeah. 
It won't last. Mm -hmm. We know that. If we are trusting in God, then we know that that yeah. all of these hard things that I was saying before, the hard things in life, they're, they're not going to last. They're mm -hmm. temporary. Yeah. And so that's what this is saying to me. Okay. That it, these things can't last. They're not going to rest here. They're not going to okay. stay. Stay. Rest as in stay. Yeah. I if they that. if they did, it says the people, the righteous would stretch out their hands to do wrong. Right. So he won't let it last that long. Mm -hmm. And that stretching out your hands for the the evil mm. just oh takes me right back to Genesis three. Yeah. Yeah. You know the reaching where you're reaching yes. and grasping for that which you've told you're told is not God's way. Yeah. yeah. This is not for you. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just don't think he he protects us by yes. not letting us get buried in it. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, very much he protects us. And I think that's where my mind is going now when I go to, for the scepter of wickedness shall not rest, verse 3, mm -hmm. on the land allotted to the righteous. First of all, scepter of wickedness, that's a scepter that belongs to a foreign king, a king who doesn't right. trust in Yahweh. He was not going to get to rest his scepter on God's mm -hmm. people. Right. And um, literally, them. that was, yeah. Yeah. And so they, yeah, whoever, just taking whoever has taken that. them captive, yeah. right. these evil nations that have taken them captive, that their kings right. are not going to be in charge forever. That's right. They don't get to stay in charge. Certainly don't get to stay in charge. Now, reading it from a typological point of view, what are we talking about? Well, I think we've obviously oh, we're talking yeah. about Jesus, our king. Right. And the fact that truly no wicked king, even for a moment, whereas if I looked at ancient Israel, I go, well, there were times when they suffered under foreign rule. Mm -hmm. There were definitely times after they came to know Yahweh, there were times when he let foreign rulers come in and take them, even brought foreign rulers in to subject them because they hadn't stayed true to their covenant promise to right. him. But typologically speaking, Jesus is over his people and there will never be a moment where his rule and authority are not complete and absolute and have every uh, piece of his kingdom under his full control. And so there won't be a time when another ruler extends his scepter over the people right. of Yahweh. And I think um, we think though that the enemy has the upper hand right now. That's the yes, we have a tendency because to Because that's the how like it that. feels to it us. It feels like that. Yes. It seems to feel But this like is letting us know that's not true. That's right. Exactly. God's still in control. Said, mm -hmm. And what you said about the second half, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. Well typologically speaking, mm -hmm. you know, I mean God isn't going to put us under or Jesus won't God, Jesus, won't put us under a heavy boot of wicked of a wicked ruler because we're not made to be able to stand up to that. I mean, we can't in wow. our hearts really overcome that and we will be susceptible to the rule and authority of that ruler. Right. Um, and so Christ will not, his reign will not stop. He will continue to be over us and to watch over us. He's not in any us. threat of being taken. That's right. You know, a coup or something. That's right. Happening. Some kind of coup happening. That's, That's... never going to happen under Jesus. 
And so we can trust that and not have to. We need to be faithful enough to know, no, we don't have to stretch out our hands and grab what's not ours and grab what right. God didn't mean for us. Um, because his authority is absolute and complete right. and, and uh, his protection is complete. So I and think so the righteous I can here trust in it. must mean the people who, back to verse 1, where mm -hmm. it says those who trust in the Lord. Yes. Because the minute we start to not trust him, mm -hmm. then we are susceptible to reach out our hands. That's right. To do exactly. Evil. That's right. And by not trusting, you mean to become faithless. Right. Yeah. We lose our faith. Yeah. Either we have faith or we don't. Either we trust or we don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the second you stop trusting, when I think you're 100 percent right. That's when you reach. You're going to reach out your hand and try mm -hmm. and make something happen yourself. Right. Grab it for yourself. It's not that God can't forgive you. No, and He does. That, but this understand. is an overall but picture. Yes, this is the overall picture. I think, man, I think you're right. You're describing it well. Okay, so then an admonition, kind of a mm -hmm. charge given mm -hmm. to those who are singing by each other i'm guessing they're charging each other so to speak right. as they're singing together do good oh lord to the well they're asking god i shouldn't say charging each other <laughs> they're asking god do good oh lord to those who are good and to those who are upright in their hearts well it is a an admonition to each other in a way because to he, stay upright yes in, in stay heart. upright and yeah. do good because that's what's going to protect that's where your protection is yeah yeah it's and the like lord if you're in a shelter you. that in a compound that will never fall mm -hmm. but and you're safe you're completely safe there yeah but if you decide to go out yeah and it's your choice sure then you've lost your safety mm -hmm. yeah 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 you're the one who's done that and uh, you can choose to go out of the safety the area of safety that God provides. He doesn't just force you to stay at all costs. Um, so, so those who do too. turn aside, who are the opposite of those who trust, mm -hmm. when we get to verse 5, those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with the evildoers. Mm -hmm. yeah. We don't want that. No. No, we <laughs> do not. Wow. Good stuff. Uh, and so, no, we do not want that. And the idea, of course, is to stay good, to stay true to Yahweh. Mm -hmm. But those who turn aside, yeah, to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead us to lead away with evildoers, like you just said. So there's, we know that there's potential for that, that it could happen. And, not, and, and this is what will happen and has happened to Israel, maybe even, you know, certainly by the, by when the Psalms are, fully put into what we see before us, these 150 like Psalms, they know what it means to be led away with evildoers. Yes. Um, and so they have suffered captivity. They've right. been through it, you know, even by Psalm 137, a Psalm that seems to have been written very much in the middle of foreign captivity, Babylonian mm -hmm. captivity. That's what they're talking about there. It's very obvious when we get to that one. So that being the case, then you know, that this that God doesn't abide unrighteousness forever. Right. That's not what He wants for His people. And so, if you turn aside to your own ways, it won't last forever. But then, mm. the final word. Yes. 
is for peace to be upon Israel, peace on God's people. Right. Peace on God's people. And I just, I feel like that's, you know, like God saying, relax. Yeah. You're in good hands. Yeah. Your God, life, our life in God is a sure thing. And he's running the show. Mm -hmm. You can relax in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, that's really where our peace, hopefully, mm -hmm. will come from. Our realization right. that he's he's got it. He's okay. He's, he's perfectly protecting us and he's got it all. Right. You know, that should provide us. Even when it doesn't hopefully. look like it. When everything seems like it's just falling apart. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm, you know, we all have our moments mm -hmm. that we feel that way and we're scared. But if we can remember this, those who trust mm -hmm. in the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Mount Zion. Yeah. It's a sure thing. What's that Philippians 4, 7 peace that passes understanding? And that, I mean, yes, it's that kind of peace. Exactly. That, that is really a, upon his people. I mean, we're back into typology again here because ultimately the peace, who knows, uh, the peace the psalmist was talking about may have been more like, you know, had a lot to do with at least. The idea of being protected from foreign invasion or foreign army or people who were bad mm -hmm. um, coming coming against them, and so that is a very you know which would have been a prayer you probably prayed a lot at that point um, in Israel's history. But ultimately, what God is providing for His people is a peace that goes beyond worldly assault the idea of being protected from worldly assault the idea of your physical body being harmed um, that may well happen but the fact is our lord knows there's so much more to this eternal life than that and he is protecting you truly has protected your soul truly has put a seal on you through the holy spirit that will bring you through right. all trials and even martyrdom if you, it goes that far and you will have been protected for an Just ultimate stay, peace. Stay in him. his protection. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Matthew 6, uh, 25, and then 34. I'm going to go ahead and read Oh yeah, 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, there it is. I mean, that's... Peace. Peace be to you. That's our admonition to live in that kind of faithfulness and peace that he provides. I mean, we should be able to just rest in him. And and that's a hard, tall, hard. difficult order. I get it. I mean, I don't I do not, I don't know anybody who does that well all the time. Because it's just very, very difficult in this life to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get around people, though, who do it better than others, and that gives you a real sense of, wow, what it, what it could look like to, to walk with God and to not just be in angst all the time about mm -hmm. all the various things we have going on in our life and how's this going to get done, how's that going to get done, what happens at work tomorrow if this happens, or what happens with my home if this happens, you know. It's constant. Um, it's going to be a constant barrage if you fall for that, if you live in that. So we are definitely called to be yeah. more faithful. So this Psalm, I just feel like is, that's what it's, it's an encouragement mm -hmm. to stay in, within the surrounding mountains and yes. to trust him. And we will be a mountain and we will mm -hmm. be 
immovable, even when everything's falling apart. Yep. It looks like. Yeah. Because he is faithful. Could not agree more. Love that thought. Yes. Uh, it's his faithfulness that we're trusting in, really. Mm-hmm. My faithfulness is nothing Very to weak. trust in, but, <laughs> right. but boy, is certainly is. Wow. But we can bet on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, perfect uh, psalm, loves a point, beautiful um, that we get to dig into that next time, according to the paper that I'm looking at right here in front of me, <laughs> Psalm 127. Yes. Psalm 127. So we're still, we've got a couple more that we're going to do as part of the Psalms of Ascents. So Psalm 127 next time, y'all read ahead, take a look at that, see what you get out of it. Just, see if you um, see anything that's um, been a thought that we've already been carrying through the last few, several Psalms mm-hmm. that may, it just feels like it's just kind of build it, that they're all related. Yes. I don't know how to say it. But. Yeah. Yeah. See what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Read it with an eye toward that. Yeah. How does this connect to these other Psalms of Ascents? Um, they'll be really, and what is be God really telling us in the big picture? Of oh all yeah. This. Well, so. Love talking to you guys. So glad that you're listening in. Thanks for sharing episodes now and then. And thanks for any words you get back to us. But we will just look forward to talking to you in about three days, I guess. So have a great few days. God bless.